joining me today on this special podcast is the lovely Lilo. Hi, Lilo. Bonjour. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for joining me today. So tell me, who are you married to and uh, what does he play? So I'm married to Timbo Yanez, the one and only drummer. We met about 13 years ago when I was already in Houston for a while when we met. I'm originally from France uh-huh. and I went to grad school in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't supposed to be in Houston, but um, I ended up in Houston almost 20 years ago. And uh, I didn't know anyone. My students at the time would take me out downtown to like open mic clubs and karaoke places. That's how I got in the local music scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I I used to sing. I still sing a little bit. Um, I'm mostly a songwriter. Oh, nice. Um, You know, but... I'm a professor yeah. during the day, and I was a lo- local open mic um, singer singer at night <laughs> at for night. a long time. Uh-huh. That's how I made a lot of friends, because I didn't know anyone. Oh, okay. And uh, when I met Timbo, um, I was done with, you know, relationships. I didn't want to date another musician, or I'm not going <laughs> to reveal too much <laughs> about my 10 past lives. I didn't <laughs> want necessarily to be in a relationship, least of all with a musician. Uh-huh. But look, it's been almost 13 years, yeah. and we're still together, so... Oh, how did you guys meet? So my friend, who's also his friend, uh-huh. Nawel, she's from France. And hello, Nawel. I'm sure you'll be listening to this sooner <laughs> or later. <laughs> uh, so she threw that karaoke party uh-huh. at, um, it used to be the deck house on oh. Richmond. Uh-huh. And it was every Monday they had karaoke. Oh, okay. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. I'm done with, you know, music and karaoke and just going out on Monday night. But she really twisted my arm and I end up there and (laughs) she's got all these friends of hers. Uh And there's this guy who um, says hi and I'm like, I don't know if I would have talked to him very much because I used to be a little bit standoffish. Uh I have an accent, and I was like, I don't have time for this. I was a little <laughs> bit full of myself back then. Um, and I was there for karaoke. I wanted yeah. to sing. I really didn't want to talk to nobody. People. Yeah. But he's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, you're from Paris, blah, blah, blah. Um, my name's Timbo, and I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, another <laughs> musician? <laughs> but um, he said he's uh, a drummer in a band called Inside Out, I think. At the time, it was Inside Out. Uh-huh. Then it's become Mac 4, then Shotgun Sally. Then he merged into doing other things. But back then, the original band was Inside Out. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you should come hear me play someday. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I write songs. Uh, why not? So that's how we ended up talking. Oh. Um, and then it was my turn to sing. Finally. Oh. <laughs> On karaoke yes. that night? Oh, so he, he got to see you and hear you. Yes. Oh, so okay. everyone else was outside drinking, smoking, and he's the only one from the group. Uh-huh. Um, and I just met him, right? So I'm like, why is this guy coming inside to hear me? <laughs> 
Um, and I sang Not an Addict by Case Choice. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know the song. No. It goes like, ooh, ooh, oh. ooh, ooh. I'm not an addict, maybe that's a lie. Oh. So anyway, I sang that and he was jamming. Like he, like I was singing like it was like a big show, show. in front of people and there was nobody there. <laughs> well, you had and, your fan there. Right. <laughs> and he was jamming like there was a lot of people. Uh-huh. And so, and I'm like, why is he doing this? <laughs> and then at the end, um, he, he went to high five me after, you know, uh-huh. my song and I kind of walked away. I was really mean to him oh. the first time we met. Yeah. And then two days later, oh. And then we went to Ruchi's oh. after it used to be the place to yeah. go after, you know, the club the closed. Club, yeah. And we ate and and because I was so mean to him, uh, he made a joke like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy everyone's food except hers. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, what an asshole. <laughs> He's like, what a bitch. So it didn't go very well. The first time, uh, and then two days later, uh, I'm supposed to meet my friend Nawel again at karaoke at Sawyer Sawyer Park. Yeah, Sawyer Park. And um, I go there with another friend of mine, and she's not there. Oh. So I'm like, oh, where is she? Uh-huh. She dragged me out again, uh-huh. you know, on a weeknight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm teaching tomorrow. And she's not here. And she's not here. And I look around and who do I see? Him. Timbo. <gasps> so sitting at a table with one of his friends. So she set it up? I think so. Like she never she told never you? never admitted <laughs> to it. But how would he know you were going to go? Right. Yeah. Well, or she made it on purpose uh-huh. that we would have to speak. To, I don't know. Yeah. And I was actually happy to see him that oh. night. I'm like, hey, it's the guy from the other night. Uh-huh. And he had already entered the karaoke contest. Oh, really? Oh. And it was too late to enter or whatever. So this time I was cheering for him Cam- oh, okay. at karaoke. And yeah. then, you know, we've been kind of together uh-huh. ever since. Ever since. So That's a cute story. It's funny how <laughs> it is funny. You know, music and karaoke can make couples. <laughs> Come together. <laughs> and you never asked him uh, who invited him or who told him that you were going to be there? Well, I no. think Nawel had invited the him. same people. Oh, I don't know. okay. And, and he only showed he showed up with his friends and I showed up with my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. And we all <laughs> left together. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nonstop from there. So yeah, on and off at the beginning, because I was supposed to move to Chicago. Uh-huh. I actually moved to Chicago uh-huh. one month after we met. Oh, okay. So I didn't want to be too close, too close or, or attached because I was leaving. Yeah, but then um, I ended up coming back to Houston, and oh, the rest is history, right? <laughs> <laughs> and was he playing? And was he playing a lot when y'all met, or was he? Um, he was playing maybe twice or three times a month. Oh, okay. So not too much. Yeah. And now he's playing every weekend, <laughs> twice or three times. Or a weekend. So, yes. So he definitely started playing more and more uh-huh. with time. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a list of all the bands that yeah. he's been with since we met. And it's like, I think, 15 bands. Wow. 
Yeah. That's a lot of so, pain. <laughs> and I used to go for like six years. I went to every single show. Uh-huh. And I mean, y'all know when, when you're with a drummer, when you go to a show and you ride with him, it's like from 5 p.m. to 3, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think it's been talked about before, the getting to the venue, setting up. Breaking um, down. Playing, breaking yeah. down, putting the drums back into the cases, into the car, and driving back. So it was, I mean, a lot. For six years, I went to every single show. Uh-huh. And then after that, I, um, I kind of stopped going so much. I had a lot more responsibilities at work. Uh-huh. Um, but I still went. I was... Um, I was gonna have my baby and two weeks from the delivery date i was at a show Uh so even if i didn't go as much Uh i still went i mean i went to his show um pregnant i went to his show sick i have a story for you later okay (laughs) um um, so i tried to be supportive you know but with time and having a three-year-old now it uh-huh. makes it just a little bit frustrating because I can't bring her yeah. to the show at night. I can't, we can't pay for a sitter to watch her mm-hmm. and spend the money he makes yeah. playing drums on a babysitter. Sitter. It's like it's hard to um to always be at the shows. Yeah. But um, it's always a lot of fun when I do make it. So. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> and what's uh, what do you think is one of the challenges of being married to a to a musician? Um, so because he's currently and I made a list in one, two, three, four, five, six bands. <laughs> Why don't you name them? <laughs> yes. So he's the drummer for Kid Six. Uh-huh. Motley Crue, the tribute band, the um, Skid Row tribute band, Renegades, a tribute to Sticks. Hey guys! Mm-hmm. Um, as of recently, the John Barraza project hired him, and um, occasionally when they do have shows, Freaks, a tribute to Live. So uh-huh. that's that's five or six bands. That's a lot of shows, a lot of practices. Plus his full-time regular job, job. my full-time regular job, my side job, because I also have an, a job with a non-profit uh-huh. on Saturday mornings, uh-huh. two or three Saturdays a month, uh-huh. plus a three-year-old daughter to take care of. I would say the biggest challenge is schedules uh-huh. and spending time together Yeah, is very hard. Oh, okay. Um, like... I went out last Saturday because it was one of his only Saturdays off in forever. Oh, okay. But um, he had to watch our daughter. Well, oh. he, he offered to watch our daughter so I could go out. I went to see, you know, live music, of yeah. course. Um, but it's hard to go together. We, yeah. um, we met up on Sunday at Rise. Like, we have to have day. Day dates. Uh, oh, yeah, day <laughs> dates, yes. You know, when someone's taking care of our daughter or she's at preschool now. Yeah. 
So, day dates are the new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So, he, he's mostly playing every weekend then, right? Yes. Yes. And you can add to that two or three nights of practice because uh-huh. they're all relatively new projects. So, uh-huh. I mean, you have to spend the time to learn the songs, mm. to play with the other guys because it's one thing to know the songs yeah, and one other thing to fuse mm-hmm. as a band. Um, so, yeah, I would say he's a hardworking guy and musician. Uh-huh. Um, and um, he puts in the work. He's very passionate. I told you, even at karaoke, we're the same way. Like, if he's singing a song uh-huh. at karaoke, he's going to perform it like it's in front of 10,000 people. Uh-huh. And playing the drums, he's going to play that way, whether yeah. it's in front of 10 people or 2,000 people, he's yeah. going to play with that same passion. passion. Yeah, And I guess we're a little too passionate sometimes, uh-huh. you know. Um, so things click, um, yeah. clash yeah. Oh. sometimes. Yeah, it's either click or clash. clash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're also a, a songwriter. Yes. So do you write from experiences, from life experiences? or Yes. Yeah. I uh-huh. used to write a lot of songs. Um, I started when I was a teenager uh-huh. and then all through my 20s and most of my 30s. Um, I was involved in different projects. Um, I was a backup vocalist for the Johnny Smith experience. Uh-huh. Hey, if you're listening, uh-huh. I miss you. <laughs> and um, Jambolism. But like it was mostly here in Houston, I would say around 2006 mm-hmm. to 2010. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure those bands even exist anymore. You know how uh-huh. bands keep Changing. renaming themselves and yeah. um but i had my solo projects uh-huh. before and after those oh, okay. local bands and i had my own band um called the free drifters uh-huh. we used to be at the mucky duck and not suo and dan electros oh, even okay. fitzgerald when yeah. it was open. open mic or jam night oh okay um and I wrote a few songs that I recorded by myself. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, recently it's been challenging to still be able to write and um spend time on doing that. Yeah. I mean, I can barely she's better now. I love her to death, but I could barely go pee by myself. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so how do I write a song? A song yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, you sent me one of yours that you did, that you wrote. Yes. So let's go ahead and play it. Which one is this one? It's called Control. Uh-huh. And I wrote the lyrics. And it's got like a trip hop vibe to it. Um, so go back up. And it was recorded with um, Tony Andivieri and Bo McKenzie mm-hmm. back in the Big Oil Studios. Ooh. 
That sounds good. So tell me about that song. Thank you. So it's just one of the one of the songs um, we put together when I was practicing with those guys. Uh-huh. Um, they were um, called Big Oil, uh-huh. and Tony actually wrote the music. And one day in the studio, I just put the words to the music, uh-huh. started singing it, and they recorded it, and oh. that's it. But that's the kind of, you know, yeah, um, a little bit emo, a little bit dark, uh-huh. tortured, oh. singer-songwriter. Yeah. That's that's what I used to be into. So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. It's a beautiful song. Thank you. <laughs> and it's all you. <laughs> So what uh what would you consider one of the challenges of being with a musician? Um well you have to make time for each other mm-hmm. and um you have to have a lot of patience. You have to be flexible and things always change, schedules always change. Um, you just have to support each other, but still have your own thing going on because it's easy to get sucked in uh-huh. and you don't exist anymore. Uh-huh. They're, they're so talented and good. And uh, I mean, my husband, when he plays the drums, it's like Neil Peart is playing the drums. Uh-huh. And so it's very um, appealing and easy to get sucked into that. And uh-huh. I still have to raise our daughter and teach my classes and do my study abroad programs. Uh-huh. I still have to be me. Mm-hmm. And I think at first, the first years, I put all of that aside. Uh-huh. But getting older, you also want to be part of your team, right? Yeah. So it can't only be, I think, without supportive partners they mm. wouldn't be where they are yeah. so some band wives or band husbands mm-hmm. not many but there are band husbands yeah they just go to all the shows and carry all the equipment and um support their spouses that way mm-hmm. and others they're more like i need to you know do my chores at the house yeah. i need to Raise my kids, and yeah. if you can reconcile both mm-hmm. and still keep your own essence, uh-huh. have your own projects. Yes. Like I always have new ideas, new projects. Uh-huh. And I think I allow him to do his music. And he was in Shotgun Sally when I think it's Scarlett that said the number uh, 142 shows last year. Yes. I mean, if I hadn't uh, worked on my new courses or lectures or conferences or study abroad programs, uh-huh. and if I had to stay at home and not have my own thing going on, yeah, I would have just lost it. Yeah. So that's I don't know. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot, and um, that's the biggest challenge: is to um, keep your own self. Mm-hmm. And still be supportive, I guess. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Keep your own self, but also still be supportive. Yeah. 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 And um, if there's anything you could change, would you change anything? I don't think so, because, I mean, I didn't think I would 
settled down, I used to travel, you know, because I, I taught, I used to, te- um, I chose to teach college so I could travel <laughs> four months out of 12. <laughs> and That's I nice. Went, and <laughs> then when I met Timbo, I used to travel one month out of 12. Uh-huh. And now we have a little girl, so it's more like two, three weeks uh-huh. out of 12 months. Uh-huh. I wouldn't change anything because without music, I would not have met Timbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, without music, I would not have gotten married yeah. or had a child or a house. Or So I guess um, I wouldn't change anything. It took us a long time. Mm-hmm. To even do these things, we were enjoying the music scene, going out every night. I guess we grew up together. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess we, we met in our 30s, but uh-huh. personally, I've always been around younger people. So I guess I'm 10 years behind. Yeah. Like, I didn't get into this relationship until I was 35. Uh-huh. Then I didn't get married until I was 40. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not going to. I mean, you guys can do the math. <laughs> and thank God I'm French and I look younger than yeah. my age. But um, oh, you're gorgeous. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but really, I'm like 10 years behind everyone. Uh-huh. I think because of the traveling and mm-hmm. he's playing all the time. Yeah. We grew up. We became adults together. Yeah. And now we have a child and it's like, oh, my God, we're really adults now (laughs) what happened how do we do this so so i wouldn't change anything um is that just uh, only child yes yes because we're so old (laughs) no you're not old (laughs) well i mean we we didn't found the family until we were in our 40s so it's all different (laughs) i mean we have cats and dogs and like he um he watched my dog when i was moving to chicago so we've always rescued dogs and Uh cats and but yeah but you don't change their diaper right (laughs) having a child is like something i never thought would happen Uh or wanted Uh but um I'm glad, I guess. I'm glad that it happened with him. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know many people that would put up with, you know, their wives wanting to travel and present at conferences and giving me so much freedom. So he's doing his own thing. I'm doing my own thing. We just have to meet each other sometimes. Yeah. Giving you support. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you support him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what uh, what did you think the first time you saw him on stage playing the drums? Um, the first time I remember it was at Pier 30 uh-huh. with Inside Out. Um, and I mean, I've always been into music and local music. And um, I've had musician boyfriends before. <laughs> but really, the energy and the passion and... The way he plays the drums is like nothing else exists for him or for you when you listen to him. That's how I felt Uh the first time. I was like, wow, that's like another planet. Uh Just like I love visiting other countries or learning new language. That was a new language, a new country, a new planet. him being on his own planet, I guess, yeah. is the way I felt. Uh-huh. Just um, seeing so much passion and 
I mean, he's pretty good. I've heard a lot of musicians, mm-hmm. and I know I might be biased, but not really, because I would tell him if he sucked. <laughs> And I tell him sometimes, uh, are you sure about this band? When he um, he had some, he was in some country bands for a while. Uh-huh. I was like, no, why? <laughs> I hate country. But even when he's in a country band, he plays the drum like a, like a rock star. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, all just being a witness to yeah. that kind of connection between a man and his instrument is yes. like blowing my mind and what what did he think when he saw you there at the first the first gig that he had when you guys started dating well you would have to ask him but <laughs> i'm pretty sure he was happy and he had a big smile and you know when i mean It can be both the first time as a musician or when you first start dating someone. Mm-hmm. You you always have that glow and happy Butterflies. face. Yes. <laughs> But um, adding live music to that for live music lovers mm-hmm. is just another layer yeah. of butterflies. Yeah. You sent me another song. Which one's oh, this one? Oh, yes. So I would like to hear... Um, Liquid Eye, uh-huh. Days Go By. We weren't together yet, but so I listened. I first heard this song after he recorded it, obviously. Uh-huh. But I love this song. I think it has a very 90s um, sound. Uh-huh. And um, it's just one of my favorite songs ever. And it's an original. And um, Paul... Is the singer, uh-huh. so I want to hear it. Yes, okay, I'm let's, excited. Let's go ahead and play it. Long since we talked, I tried to make it easy on you. Life goes on, yes, I'm wrong. All you've done, what good can I
And that was Liquid Eye with your husband Timbo on the drums. Yes. I and love that song so much. It does have that 90s vibe. Mm -hmm. And uh, we actually saw the video while it was playing and he's on the drums. He has long hair. Yeah. He used <laughs> to have long hair um, till recently. Actually. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And um, I just want to give a shout out to Paul Kilpatrick, uh -huh. who's the singer. Uh -huh. And he wrote that song. And I think he's out of the music scene now, but I really think he should get back to it back <laughs> because to it. he had something yeah. unique. Yeah. And out of all the bands Timbo's been in, I think uh, it's my favorite song. And so. when, when was he in that band? I think early 2000s. Oh, okay. Um, he was in Liquid Eye and then the Catfish Mafia uh -huh. before we met. Uh -huh. So I would say around 2005, something mm -hmm. like that. Oh, okay. Yes. So he's also involved with a lot of bands. So, yes, uh, always. Always. <laughs> What do you, well, like you said, you have date, day dates. <laughs> yes, we're transitioning to day dates because we cannot have dates between his practice schedule, um, Desiree's bedtime. And my job, it's like, okay, we don't, like, we used to um, go out a lot and go hear other bands. And mm -hmm. now it's like the little time we have, uh -huh. it goes towards being a family. Yeah. But um, I kind of miss dating. So uh -huh. oh. the day dates are a good idea for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> and what's one of the craziest things or funniest things you've seen at a show? Um, so there's, there's a lot of crazy <laughs> things. Uh, I used to drink a lot, so I don't remember everything. Uh -huh. Um, I quit drinking a few years ago and, um, your whole perspective changes <laughs> on everything. Wait, don't tell me you were the one that was doing crazy things. Uh, probably, <laughs> but it's best if I don't remember those, but it's not so much crazy as embarrassing. because I know my fellow band wives, they talked about, um, girls flashing them or their husbands or I, I listened to all the podcasts. So I heard all the stories <laughs> Um, but I'm just gonna uh, tell a personal story uh -huh. is the one day I told you I, I would go to all the shows, yeah. every single one <laughs> for six years. Uh -huh. And one of them, I didn't realize I had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a stomach ache uh -huh. and I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then we get to the show and I start having diarrhea and <gasps> I have to go to the bathroom all the time. Oh, I mean, I could still hold it. I was not going <laughs> to poop, you know, in on myself. I'm, yeah. I'm civilized. <laughs> But um, I really had to go. I, I was going to the bathroom. I was like, do you all have a... Emodium or a Pepto or yeah. something because I need to go to poop all the time. Yeah. And I was in the bathroom back and forth. The whole so time. So embarrassing. <laughs> and I didn't, now everyone knows, but they didn't know back then uh -huh. I had diarrhea. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> at one point in the second set, uh -huh. the singer goes to me and Timbo. Uh -huh. oh, so I guess in between. The first and second or second and third uh -huh. is like, um, I just got a phone call from the owner and Lilo has to go. <gasps> and I'm like, uh, why? Because why? I'm in the bathroom a lot. 
And he said, because somebody called the owner and said, you're doing coke in the bathroom. You keep going to the bathroom oh. to do cocaine. And I'm like, I've never had cocaine in my life. I just have diarrhea. <laughs> and Timbo was like, if she goes, then I go. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> see, he no had your show. back. <laughs> so, oh my God, that's crazy. Like how, who called, I mean, It's just, who called the owner? Or who was being so nosy? As well, <laughs> interesting choice of words. Well, or nosy. 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 <laughs> I get it. That's I mean, funny. I think some girls were actually doing coke in the bathroom while I was pooping. <laughs> Maybe you were crashing their party. I don't know, but someone did call the owner who uh -huh. called the singer frontman and told us to leave and i'm like uh okay mm -hmm. but i need to go back to the bathroom <laughs> before i leave <laughs> that was crazy yeah um, and then one of the sweetest uh -huh. so same singer different band different venue different time <laughs> you know who now? you are i miss you <laughs> um so one time Uh, it was one of my first nights back out because uh -huh. when we had our baby, COVID hit. Uh -huh. So shut down. I couldn't go out for a long time. Yeah. And I was breastfeeding. So mm -hmm. I was like bound to my baby. Baby, yeah. <laughs> and one night I finally make it out. And the sweetest thing that happened at a show is when the front man of the band called me and the other uh, band wives on stage to uh -huh. sing a song with the band. Oh, okay. And it was very sweet. They knew I was not going to stay long, so they called me in the first set. Uh -huh. Then they called the other girls in the second and third set. Uh -huh. And we each had our own song with the band oh, live. Yeah. You know, and it was the sweetest thing, um, I guess, to me uh -huh. that, anyone's ever done at a show because usually you hear the crazy <laughs> weird stories but yeah. you never hear the sweet moments like yeah. they didn't have to do that I mean, yeah they and did you know that they were gonna no ask it no, was a surprise it was a surprise yes. and you uh, well i mean you're a songwriter and a singer you did karaoke so you weren't really I did, scared um, no i did zombie i think zombie oh, okay. or creep i yeah. forgot Like, uh, I, I always do either Creep by Radiohead or Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. I forgot which one. I think maybe Creep. Um, yes, one of them too. So you were used yes. to actually singing, so you, you oh, went yes. up there with all your confidence. Yes. And, and at the beginning, uh, when Timbo was in Inside Out, uh -huh. um, the singer and bass player Rob Blumenthal, hello, mm. I miss you, <laughs> he always called me up to do Creep, always. Oh, okay. But that was like 13 years ago. Uh -huh. so, so that was a sweet surprise. Yes. That was nice. That Did was anybody um, record it? Do you know? Probably, yeah. you know, yeah. brief Maybe. moments. Yeah. Or it's been on social media somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, but yeah. It Maybe. was just, I still have that memory yeah. of that being moment. Called, being yes. called on stage. Oh, it was yeah. all about you. Yes. <laughs> And all about the other yeah. band wives. Wives. Of course, I left after... Yeah. The first set because yeah. I had to pump, but um, <laughs> just doing that was so sweet. So special. thanks again. Yes, yeah, so special. Good. 
And if there's anything, did I already ask you if there's anything you could change? Would you change anything? Yes, and I said nothing okay. because even if it's been hard at yeah. times, it's been so exciting and life changing. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm glad yeah. this is what this is. Uh, um, I mean, when you already when you're 13 years with someone. Mm -hmm. It's hard yeah. <laughs> when you're 13 years with a musician. Yeah. It's harder <laughs> oh. when you're 13 years with a musician and mm. you have your own career. Uh -huh. You have a three-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining because yeah. it's, it's been a wonderful ride. Like we went on so many trips together. Uh -huh. um, we went to Jamaica. We went to see bands in LA and... Like, we saw the last Rush concert ever played, ever, uh -huh. at the Forum in L.A. In L.A. And that's like, I didn't even know Rush before I met him, but I know, I'm like, uh -huh. everyone's going to be, Ooh, how could she not know Rush <laughs> before? Uh -huh. But I grew up in the 90s in Europe, not yeah. necessarily listening to Rush. My uh -huh. brother, he's older, uh -huh. he would listen to the Stray Cats. Oh, okay. and, um Punk music. Yeah. Um, what's that band? The Ramones. Yes, no, yes. and the other band that's super famous in Europe. The Sex Pistols? Yes, <laughs> that one. Yeah. So my brother would play that, and uh -huh. I, I'm younger, so I grew up to like um, Nirvana, Radiohead, yeah. you know. Yeah, the 90s. Yes. Yes. But then, so I didn't know Rush, and my husband was like, how come you don't know Rush? I'm like, I don't know. And he played the song for me. Uh -huh. And I listened to the drum part. And I'm like, what is this? Oh. And then when you go, when you see them live, uh -huh. it's like I was talking earlier about Another Planet. Uh -huh, when Timbo yeah. plays the drum. Yeah. When, when Neil Peart played the drums, it was a different dimension. Oh. It's like you're like, what is happening? Uh-huh. And they, I guess I have to speak in the past, rest in peace. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> but they had such a connection with their fans. Yeah. All ages, all backgrounds, but like three hours, uh -huh. a three hour show just went by. You're like, oh my God, has it been three hours? What just happened? Everyone's in a trance. You uh -huh. know? I want to see more. <laughs> so it was like, amazing to do that with him uh -huh. we went several times so we've done a lot of music projects together actually he told me he learned the guitar uh -huh. for me because he's one of the best drummers uh -huh. i mean he knew how to play guitar but not Never as well as the drums. I mean, uh -huh. he can't ever play another instrument as well as the drums. The drums are his thing. Oh, okay. But he kind of uh, made himself play more guitar uh -huh. so that I could sing with him. Because, uh -huh. I mean, I can sing along with the drums, but um, when you write songs, uh, it's just, it makes just more sense the guitar. to either, like I play keyboard a little bit just to, oh, to write okay. the song. Yes, like, I'm not very good at all, like other players out there. Um, but I can't play the guitar at oh, all. Okay. And he knows how to play pretty well. Uh -huh. 
So he said he learned the guitar for me. That's sweet. And we um, <laughs> we wrote songs together. Uh huh. Um, a bunch of them very quickly, like the first summer, uh-huh. we knew each other. We wrote maybe five or six original songs together. Uh-huh. And then with our friend John, um, we um, started a band called the Bunny Dragons. Oh. And John played percussion because uh-huh. it was still acoustic, you know. Oh, okay. So guitar voice yes. and percussion. And we had our little moment of fame um, um, in the local scene. Yeah. Um, mostly the Montrose scene. So <laughs> probably, but some people, we used to have jams at the house because uh-huh. we lived in Montrose. Uh-huh. So all our friends that were about to go out, let's say for New Year's Eve oh. or big, you know, dates. Events, yeah. They'd come or someone's birthday, whatever. Oh, okay. They'd come to the house first and have drinks mm-hmm. and they would have to listen to the bunny dragons <laughs> or joining the jam. jam so that's how we met um mason metcalf who left us recently mm-hmm. um, he was a very talented guitar player and songwriter uh-huh. we miss him very much uh, manny berry would join in and play piano and sing and Ray, Ray Solis. <laughs> I don't know if you know Ray Solis. I know my Ray Solis. Oh, I no. don't know if it's the same one. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's why I got confused. It's not Ray Solis. It's Ray Salas. Oh, something like that. <laughs> okay. So close. Yeah. And so maybe Ray Solis came to one of our jams. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember much <laughs> from that time. But um, we had local musicians just show up and uh-huh. it was the house, the jam house. Yeah. So there's one song that got recorded um, that Timbo and I wrote together. Uh-huh. It's called Beyond the Dragon. Uh-huh. Is that the one you sent yes. me? Yes. And so it talks about overcoming addiction. And <gasps> yes. So you guys wrote it and yes. you perform it. Yeah. And you're on vocals? Yes. So we used to do that all the time. Uh-huh. So we got distracted. Your question was, would you change anything? Yeah. There's so many stories like yeah. that that no, no, I wouldn't change anything, That's even if he can be a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so can I. So. <laughs> Y'all balance each other out, right? <laughs> well, let's hear that song. Yes, please. Let's, let's go ahead and play it.
And that was you on the vocals. That's so cool. And we saw a little video. It was a jam session. Yes. And that's so what you used to there's do. There's actually a Facebook page called The Bunny Dragons. Uh-huh. And so you can find some of our old jam sessions and a few um, live performances at the Live Oak um, Bar and Grill, uh-huh. the Michael's Outpost, and I forgot where else um, uh-huh. and we didn't record all the time uh-huh. but we sure loved going to open mics yeah with Timbo and John we were the bunny dragons uh-huh. I would say from like 2015 to uh-huh. 2017 uh-huh. to only two years yeah but that was a lot a lot of fun a lot of memories yes and uh, do you miss Singing and being on stage. I do. I I do miss singing and performing and writing. So I hope that I can get back to it. Um, actually, I have a um, little request to uh-huh. our audience. Uh-huh. If you would like to start a Muse tribute band uh-huh. or a Radiohead tribute band or a mix of both, um, I would love to start working on that. Yeah. As a vocalist and some piano parts. Uh-huh. So I would need a bass player because Muse is very big on bass. Uh-huh. A guitar player. And I have a few ideas, but I'm going to let you guys come to me yeah. <laughs> before I go ask around. And of course, a drummer. Um, Timbo is already in six bands, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with a different drummer. Oh. <laughs> but if anyone is interested or knows people that love mm-hmm. that kind of music, I know it's not for everyone. Uh-huh. Um, please DM me. <laughs> yeah. Lilo de Paris uh-huh. is my Facebook. Or you can just go under Timbo Yanez and send messages (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cool that'd be a nice project because i'm thinking you know i used to perform more and it was always part of my life with breaks Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping this break is coming to an end (laughs) and you can start again yeah Yeah. like my last song was um because i work in a university and we have an awesome band and an awesome music department. Oh, okay. Shout out to the Texas Southern University Ocean of Soul band mm-hmm. and um, music department. One of the professors, she's a, like a professional pianist. Oh, okay. And my last project was covering actually a Tom York song with her playing the piano uh-huh. and me singing. And wow. There's people with talent out there who don't have time or kind of gave up on making music, you know. Uh But I'm hoping I can get back to it um, with my solo or different bands. I don't want to be like begging my husband or let me sing with your band you know yeah i want my own thing yeah Uh, who knows maybe they'll call you up on stage again (laughs) maybe if i ever go back to shows at night (laughs) (laughs) yeah is there any advice that you would give to someone who who's just starting to date a musician (laughs) don't no i'm kidding that's what (laughs) i told timbo the first time he said so i'm gonna call you (laughs) And I said, don't. (laughs) And we're still together, so don't don't listen to me. But um, really, you really 
I don't know about newer generations, um, if it's just for show because of social media and they're like, oh, I want to be with the band or mm -hmm. I want to show that my boyfriend or girlfriend is a musician. Uh -huh. If you really want to date a musician, um, and I think it's all been said before, you have to be really patient and patience is not my thing mm -hmm. um and you really need to decide is this really what i want because it's a lot of personal sacrifice mm -hmm. for both actually because you're sacrificing to the craft mm -hmm. whether it's you or your significant other yeah it's not like um just reading a book and you're done it's um there's the prep and the rehearsal and the setup and the um, show itself and the breakdown and working on your craft you don't become a successful musician out of the blue you have yeah. to work on it yeah. so are you willing to um, sacrifice your time mm -hmm. or be patient enough because you're always well I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna lie you're kind of second to the craft um yeah. if if you're dating or married to a pro or semi-pro musician mm -hmm. and you tell them okay i've had enough it's you or the music i think they're gonna choose the music, music. so you're out <laughs> <laughs> um so are you willing to really wait on them like you wait for them a lot there's a lot of waiting Uh -huh. At the shows, there's a lot of waiting for them to be available. There's a lot of stuff. Like um, my husband recently joined bands that require, well, they don't require it, but it's part of the show. They need makeup and props and stuff. So mm. yesterday I was out running an errand and he's going to kill me. <laughs> he's calling me... Um, can you pick some blush for me and a brush? <laughs> I'm like, a brush for your blush? <laughs> you want me to listen to Rush? So I'm making fun of him, but he really needed makeup for, uh, for a show. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I just ran an errand and now I need to go to a different store uh -huh. to pick up your makeup because uh -huh. you're the pro musician who needs makeup advice i don't have advice i'm bad at advice but um are you willing to go pick up some blush <laughs> and a brush and a brush and why you listen to rush <laughs> i mean stuff like that or just schedules uh -huh. how many times did we have to schedule this yeah i mean it's not because he's a musician or it's because of life and yeah. we're all busy busy and, um so Be flexible, be uh, adapt to um, your husband's or wife's schedule. Because again, there are some ladies out there who are in bands. And I hope one day you can invite one of the rock yeah. husbands. Yeah. Um, so that and also like my other fellow band wives talked about in former podcasts. Um, flexibility. Be flexible and most most of all, have your own thing going on. Mm -hmm. Have your own career or your own goal or your own life. 
because um, otherwise you get lost. Yes. Thanks for ending my sentence. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's so easy to, like I said before, to get sucked in and forget who you are, um, or so, what you yeah. did before, or what you right. liked doing. Yeah. So, put your husband second and yourself first. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> put your own needs first. <laughs> yeah, because, like you said, um, each person's individual, mm -hmm. and you have to merge. You yeah, know, but not necessarily give up what you do, what you like, yes. your hobbies. You know, it's a lot of investing, like you said. Yeah, time, <laughs> time, time, especially. And um, I know, like, I'm not the best example, but um, and my husband is behind the drums, so it's harder to get to him. But um, alcohol makes a lot of damage. <laughs> you have drunk people at shows. That are gonna just go to the band like they're part of the band, mm -hmm. or they have um, right to what the band does. So, drunk or not drunk, fans mm -hmm. or women that they think it's okay, like Scarlett said, you know, they think it's okay to just uh, be promiscuous with the band. Uh -huh. I guess it's more for um, people married to front men or front women. Uh -huh. When you're behind the drum kit, it's like... Further away. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to deal with this. But there's usually a lot of drama. Uh -huh. uh, people are there to party and have a good time, but yeah. sometimes they drink too much. Uh -huh. And anything can happen. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's like a whole different idea between, you know, what you think it is and the way it is. It's two different realities. Yeah. Most most fans and most people who go to shows are very um, courteous. Courteous, yeah. And uh, very good people. Mm -hmm. um, you meet a lot of interesting people, that's for sure. Like, for me, I meet a lot of people in my job anyway, or in my travels, or at shows, but you only become close to whoever you let into your life. Uh -huh. And um, I would say, after all the years, all the bands, I got very close to two band wives that... Um, I think they're going to say the same thing or they already did. So I wanted to give a shout out to Scarlett King and Deanna Davis. We used to have um, our girls night out uh -huh. every month. Oh, okay. Um, so every, was it third Monday, we would go to gay karaoke in uh -huh. Montrose. Uh -huh. And the band wives or friends oh, would okay. get together without their husbands and do just a fun have your own time. Activity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I just wanted to acknowledge them because, um, well, one's married to a frontman singer, one to a bass player. Uh -huh. But um, shout out and peace and um, respect. Because <laughs> it's hard sometimes to put up with, you know, everything around uh -huh. the band. <laughs> so... And I would, I think I would have become friends with them, um, even without Timbo or their husbands or 
going to shows, mm. but maybe we would not have met. Yeah. Because like one of them, we all have different careers. We don't necessarily go out to the same circles. Uh-huh. But so being band wives brought us some um, together. That's mm. how we met. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's very, you know, when I had my baby COVID hit uh-huh. and two weeks after she was born, the world locked down. Yeah. So it was really hard for me. And um, I kind of, I w- I'm away from home. Uh, my whole family's in France. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Timbo's family who helps me and supports us. Mm-hmm. But um, those first weeks when you just have a baby, you're like a little bit disoriented. Yeah. Plus COVID, everything was locked down. shut. So Scarlett came and just hung out, brought me food because I wasn't eating. Uh-huh. Um, and um, she helped me with the breastfeeding, just stuff that a friend would do because oh. I, I didn't have friends. Yeah. Or they were away in Europe, or you couldn't see them because you couldn't travel. Yeah, right. So, um, really, without Scarlett, it would have been a lot harder for me when I when I had my baby. So I wanted to thank her again. Mm-hmm. I know she puts up with a lot. Um, I mean, not. <laughs> I don't mean to sound bad, but. <laughs> Uh, she's like there for everyone. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. She's there for everyone around her. She's always there for them to support them. So that's why I'm giving her a shout out. Oh, and Diana too. Let's go to karaoke. Let's um, ditch our husbands and go back <laughs> to Montrose. <laughs> I think they had a karaoke night a couple of, or was it we you? Did, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we had a party at my house, uh-huh. but before that, um, karaoke night. But it's always on Mondays or Tuesdays, so yeah. it's hard because they have gigs on weekends, right? Yeah. So yeah, like like everybody else, you know, like we always say, it's hard supporting other bands because you, your spouse is always playing in other bands too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. So. <laughs> yeah, but that's. That's like the normal life for now. Yeah. <laughs> for us, you know, because Ray, um, Ray's in a lot of bands too. <laughs> yes. So, like I said, we need to do a show with you as the guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and talk about my experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I've seen anything crazy at shows. But, you know, I got to. Or you dig. just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I just don't remember. But um, is there any. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Um, thank you again for doing this. I think it's amazing giving a voice to, um, you know, rock wives or rock husbands. I know someone maybe that you can invite. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to give thanks to you for doing this and also you know, um, just support local music, go see bands, these guys or women, they really, they're amazing. Most of the time they have full-time jobs and they're still being rock stars on weekends and um, really all the local musicians out there, we're really proud of y'all. 
um, we're really supportive of y'all and what you do and what you bring to other people. Mm-hmm. So keep up the good work. Don't give up, even if it's hard sometimes. And uh, thank you all for the music. The music is the most important, right? Yeah. And um, speaking of music, we're going to play one last song that you sent me. Tell me about this song. So this song is one of Timbo's country songs that he recorded with Joseph Lamar. Uh-huh. And it's called Working for the Whiskey. Um, so usually I don't like country music mm. at all. Mm-hmm. But this song, I love it. Uh-huh. It's so different from what I'm used to listening to. And you can hear the lyrics and see the rock drums in the country song. Uh-huh. I think it's amazing to oh. bring that difference, you know, between. And it all works out together. Yeah, it sounds great. Yes. Let's go ahead and hear it. Well, every morning it's the same. Gotta work off the night before Cause work is gonna kill him If he can't tough it through once more He's gonna flash a big smile More to give him all the show If he pops a bill with clear eyes Man, I bet they'll never know He ain't working for the family He ain't working for the man He don't crawl out of bed every morning To do the best that he can He don't care about the money It's all spent on me lonely No one left to call him honey just working for the whiskey Now he finds himself thinking softly That he should go to bed But one away speed to finally go to sleep The moment daddy finally clears his head He'll be back on the grind in just a few hours Cursing every night he swore That he had enough of this and tomorrow be different But we both heard it all before He ain't working for the family He ain't working for the man He don't crawl out of bed every morning to do the best that he about the money, it's all spent on me and lonely. No one left to call him honey, he's just working for the whiskey. Now he'll cowboy up a new water man, can it by the very next sunrise? He'll do it over again, it's the life that he's in, he don't make no compromise. He ain't working for the family, he ain't working for the man. He don't crawl out of bed every morning to do the best that he can. He don't care about the money. It's all spent on me and lonely. No one left to call him honey. He's just working for the whiskey. Just working for the whiskey. I'm just working for the whiskey. So, Lilo, tell me about that song. So... Um, it's just one of these songs that you cannot not like. Uh-huh. And it was one original project that Joseph put together. And you can hear that mm-hmm. even if it's rockabilly-ish, country-ish, Timbo cannot help but play in rock drums. You can hear it too. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's cool. I really yeah. like that song. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> He puts his own touch in there. Right. Yeah. So um, is there anything else you would like to talk about? Did you leave anything out? No. <laughs> in your notes? I mean, I <laughs> just made lists and um, different bands. Uh, 
and then different shows we had been to together different everything i mean music is a big part of life your, your life of our life and our daughter daisy desire she's starting to sing and play piano like she's starting to um there's this database in uh -huh. the keyboard oh. with like pre-recorded songs uh -huh. and she uh pushes the button and she adds like you know notes to oh, it oh that's cute and she loves to sing uh -huh. and one time i caught her playing i mean making up her own song song so maybe she will be you know the big money maker yeah. <laughs> and she will make it well, professional her mommy writes songs so she's got someone to look Désiré. yeah Françoise Yanez, yeah. maybe she'll be the next, you know, yeah. Miley Cyrus or yeah, or French Taylor Swift or yeah. pop star, right? <laughs> <laughs> the next pop star. Well, that's good because both of you guys are are in music, especially you writing. I mean, mm -hmm. you can when she gets older, you can sit down and and Timbo's father, mm -hmm. Alex, he plays guitar. Oh, okay, he's um. He's in a band called um, the Bayou Kings or something, Bayou uh -huh. Kings. And David, Timbo's brother, he also plays guitar. Oh, okay. At our wedding, we didn't have a wedding dance. We had a wedding song. We performed Madness by Muse. That uh -huh. was our wedding song. song. But playing it and singing it, not dancing to it. Oh, that's nice. And at our French wedding, the American family came and after the meal... We had um, the jam, so uh -huh. his dad and his brother were singing like American music, like a, a "Stand by Me" uh -huh. or "I Can't Help Falling in Love with You" oh. to a bunch of French people. people. They were like, <laughs> "Wow, what is going on? It's a wedding!" <laughs> and one of my, actually, my cousin's husband uh -huh. told me. Um, it was not a wedding, it was a concert. <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet. So well, that, that's memorable. So yeah. just a thought for everyone, playing mm. music in their room or anywhere, yeah. just keep doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, your daughter has, has, has it in her blood. Right. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, you'll never know. <laughs> we'll see. You'll see. And also because you're a vocalist. Get her a little microphone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Next um, next thing is going to be a karaoke machine that she can record herself to. Uh -huh. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> Maybe she could do it with you. <laughs> Christmas list. <laughs> oh, there you go. She's putting out there. Christmas list. <laughs> wish list. Her wish list. Her Santa list. But um, I enjoyed having you. Well, thank you so much. And um, sorry about my English and my French no, accent. You, you don't even have to apologize. Girl. I mean, I know it's taking a long time because I make I take pauses between my words. No, oh, girl, you did good. Thank you. <laughs> you did so good. It was so nice meeting you too. Thanks so much. Well, and I won't be going, Sandra, are you Sandra? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like last week at the show I went to, I was looking for you. I was like, are you Sandra? No. Okay. Are you Sandra? No. <laughs> Now I know who you are. Yeah. Sandra, Olivia. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for doing oh, this. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I love you. It's nice meeting you. And that's a wrap. I enjoyed my time with Miss Lilo de Paris, beautiful wife of Timbo Yanis. And we're going to go ahead and end it here and catch another episode next week. Ciao. <laughs>